This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hello. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month we pick a theme, and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme. And we are in week three of Taylor Swift X's month. I did Tom Hiddleston in Crimson Peak. I did Harry Styles in Dunkirk. Phrasing. Phrasing? What does he, that mean? That's where he did him. I did, yeah. I, oh, I okay. did. I did Harry Styles and Dunkirk. And week it was three, magical. Week three is Tammy's pick. But Tammy, before we get to your pick, it's Valentine's Day, basically. Ooh. Ooh. That is true. What is everyone's favorite? I'm not going to say like, you know, Valentine's movie, but a movie that makes you just, you know, love. Oh, there's you so love, many, though. You love there's love. So Tammy make, loves love. It just makes you love love. We'll just say like something that makes you just your warms your heart, makes you have all the feelings. I'm sure Guido's is going to be something awful, probably a Serbian film. Um, Antichrist. Ugh, gross. I mean, <laughs> I felt this way about the holiday. That does put you in the feels. It does. Christmas and love, and you love both of those I things. Do. You guys have been having feelings this whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for when Harry met Sally. I think it's. So well written, and it's funny, and it always puts me in that fall mood for some reason. New York in the fall, mm-hmm. which is also why I like You've Got Mail. Um, so pretty much anything written by Nora Ephron for me is going to be a slam dunk. And then probably still one of my favorite rom-coms of all time is Only You with Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. And Bonnie Hunt takes place in Italy. It's phenomenal. And a cameo from Billy fucking Zane also Billy in it. Zane? Yes. The Phantom? Well, I could not remember. It's the purple that does it for me. Oh, yeah. No, yesterday we were talking about it because we were we were like, we, we after work, we went and had dinner and all that. And we're just kicking ideas around. And I was like, you know, aside from Taylor Swift, we've never really done like a female centric like theme month. Yes. So we were thinking of like an actress that we could do. And I was like, Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. Let's do a Bonnie Love Hunt. Love Bonnie Hunt. Hunt. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to pick only you because it has Bonnie Hunt in it. I don't and even know who that is. You do. She's in Cheaper by the Dozen. She's the mom in Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, or she's in, oh, or okay. she's in the, right, or the Green Mile. The Green Jumanji? Mile. She's yeah, Tom yeah, Hanks' yeah, wife yeah, yeah. in the Jumanji. That's Bonnie yeah. Hunt, okay? And so I was like... And she's like, just like only... sitting there like, and she's like, yeah, Billy Zane is in it. The fucking Shadow. I and I'm like, shadow. the Shadow? The Shadow? The Shadow's Alec Baldwin. The Phantom. Exactly. I, know. I got it The wrong. Shadow knows. Because I kept saying, I was like, first... RDJ's in it, so Iron Man's in it, and Billy Zane, so the Phantom. And I just kept saying, or the Shadow, I kept saying. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she's also like, and Aunt May. No, but I kept saying Aunt Meg. Yeah. I was like, and Aunt Meg. And yeah. He was like, who? I'm like, from Spider. Oh, Aunt May. How many cups <laughs> have you had at that time? Uh, she, I think she had like uh, at least three margs with the, the margs were ha- with the tagine on it. Aunt Meg is a shark. So yeah, I, I, I only you is is definitely one of my favorites. Tams. Oh man, can I go last? Sure. There's just so many, like so Guido. Many. Oh. Oh God. Look, again, just exactly what Tammy said. There, there are just so many romantic movies. Oh my God. Like, I, so I give you, I'll give you my top three. Oh Lord. Okay? I'll give you this my is... top three. Um, Goodwill Humping. Nice. Okay. You uh, guys gave him this material. No, we didn't. Night of the Giving Dead. Uh, Night of the Giving Head. Oh, I okay. love that. All right. But I think I think it's hands down sperms of endearment. Ew. <laughs> okay. Sperms I think that of might endearment. be my favorite. I love terms of endearment. Yeah, more. Okay. No, I bet you his actually is a, it's sperms of inquirement. Oh. <gasps> well, I mean, is that's it a, a gay porn? It's a spin-off. Is Danny DeVito also in the the porn version? He's the spinner. He's in terms of endearment. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Matt I'm going to have to go with, I got two here, and don't worry, they're not porns. Okay. Um, serious one, I'm going to have to go with Casablanca. Not all love stories have a happy ending. That's true. Uh, and I just loved Casablanca, where like how Rick and Ilsa had this amazing romance, but turns out he was the fling, but also he loved her enough to let her go. But then then my, my other one, I'm going to have to say it's a more recent one. It's actually an animated film, and it's not a conventional romance. It's Wally. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say up. Wally. No, Wally, because the entire movie, he was just sitting there, and all he just wanted to do was just hold Eva's hand the whole time. And he just, he graces across the cosmos. I've for, never seen Wally. For this, oh, for this. I actually haven't what? either. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so good. It's kind of sad. People talk, yeah, people love it. It's that as movie. sad as us. Like, no, literally, that was the saddest movie Pixar did prior to like two. Toy Story three and up, Inside Out, but oh, like, up was, but I can't like, even handle Inside little out. did we know that what those monsters at Pixar were doing to make us feel, yeah, but like all the feels, but no, Wally was just was lovely. All right, Tammy, you're on up the now. spot. Schindler's List two, Schindler's pissed. Ew. God. I love Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> That's hilarious. I and, love that heart, movie. and heartwarming. Oh yeah, that lo- that has got a good I message. The milk man. <laughs> I I love the, the, I the, love um <laughs> I have some cream for you. Oh uh, no, the the scene where they were actually boning and yeah. like and the and live was playing in the background and it was like looking like actual movie sex scene and not a porn scene. I was like Wow. They really love each other. I was like, Kevin Smith, I can't. I I didn't know you had it in you. I haven't seen it in so long. I just love to see you with Justin Long. He's like, with his partner. Fucking movies. Fucking movies. And his voice is so (laughs) ridiculous in it. I'm an all male film. I don't know. Like like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, like when uh, Glenn gargles gargles. Gary's balls and licks them off Ross's forehead or something. (laughs) He said something about his asshole being like an orchid flower because it grows from the most putrid, disgusting places. Oh my gosh. That movie is creates hilarious. a beautiful flower. I, I also okay, enjoy sorry, like my cousin Vinny. That's a good I like their love. I guess maybe uh, it's the dynamic of the love in the movie because the female character is a ball buster, which happens to be how we are oh yeah yeah that's definitely you guys so yeah. it Youths. makes me laugh excuse me what's the a you what's a you what's a you oh the youths oh so i wore sorry. this ridiculous youths. thing for you yeah it's a bullshit look question. honey you cracked the case me in the shower yeah all right well well tammy tell us about um the movie you have picked for swifty x this month I will. So my movie came out in 2018, and you're going to have to say the director's name because I don't know how to say Yorgos. Carla Gugino. Lathamos. Yorgos Lanthimos. Aunt Meg. (laughs) Aunt Meg. It has a running time of an hour and 59 minutes, which is right at the perfect length. Agree. For us. It stars Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss. Olivia Coleman. Olivia (laughs) Coleman. And uh, at the little long list end is the Taylor Swift ex Joe Alwyn. Joe Alwyn. My Joe movie. Joe Alwyn. Yeah. My movie is the favorite. Dearest Queen, you are mad. Giving me a palace. It is a monstrous extravagance. Mrs. Molly, we are at war. We won. Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. Queen is an extraordinary person. They were all staring, weren't they? I can tell even if I can't see, and I heard the word fat, fat, and ugly. No one but me would dare, and I did not. She's been stalked by tragedy. Everyone leaves me. Dies. Ah! Uh, Olivia Coleman won Best Actress. Mm-hmm. And both Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone were nominated for Best Supporting Female. Let's go around the room. What did you think of the movie when I chose it? Guido. I was more than underwhelmed. <laughs> okay. I was not looking forward to watching this movie. But you made you also, her pick it. But you also mm-hmm. never saw this movie She wanted before, to pick right? a Taylor Swift movie and you were like, no, you should do this movie instead. Because I, <clears throat> excuse me, I chose Nightcrawler, okay? That didn't leave any room for you to do what you wanted to do. Okay, the big debate, the big the big thing here was Taylor Swift hasn't dated enough actors in her career. Yeah. And so I was having trouble with the movie choices that I was left with. And she... I refused to do that <laughs> Twilight. Fucking Twilight actor. Which, which are which one of our resident Swifties was mad that none of us picked him? He, that movie and then, is awful. No, it's just a face. But but then I said uh, I said Steph, nobody wants to fucking watch Twilight. All right, 
shut the fuck up. 100. Nobody wants to watch that. For real. Yeah. And she's like, he did. Uh, and I'm like, she she did say he did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I'm like, shut you want up. Us to talk about Shark shut Boy and up. Lava Girl I don't. Stuff? I don't. <laughs> the only Robert Rodriguez movies I will talk about is like From Dust Till Dawn, Machete. Uh, El Mariachi, like the Antonio and Desperado and all that. But I will not talk about the kid movies. I've watched enough Spy Kids with your kid to know that Shark Boy and Lava Girl is probably utter garbage. Okay. So, Fucking dog. Rant boy. over. Hence why we chose. So I also was talking about doing a, uh, a repeat actor, one of Guido's picks, or I wanted to do Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Because Harry Styles is Lyle. Right. And it's a beautiful musical for which we've never done a musical before. Okay. And then I was like, oh, let me do a Taylor Swift movie because she did. She was in Amsterdam. And you do like that movie. I do. So this is what I sat with. I'm very happy with my choice, actually. Okay. Matt? I did see this movie before because, you know, shout out to the Colonial Theater, our beloved theater, uh, for having a best picture marathon for the Oscars for like a couple of years. Yeah. And that was where we saw this movie. We saw it there. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking about it. I I was like, shit, I didn't know that she dated somebody that was in this movie because I don't know who this guy is. So I was like, but okay, I love this. I'll watch it. So ditto. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. I knew who Joe Allen was just because I had seen the, um, the Mary Queen of Scots movie which i don't know if that, that was, was good too i don't know if that was before or after that, but whatever and he's in some other movies that i that i've seen too like he was in the harriet tubman movie and um was he harriet tubman no he was like a, such a fucking asshole in that movie but uh yeah i was looking forward to talking about it and i hadn't seen it since the since when we saw it in the theater back in 2018 so mm-hmm. yeah all right so i'm gonna get into the tay joe relationship Tay-tay. and then we will get into the favorite so uh, this is Taylor's uh, most recent relationship, aside from the current one she's in. Oh, you mean the Travis the psyop? What? I we were talking about this yesterday. How like it's a bullshit conspiracy. Oh, the conspiracy theory. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, what, what? that that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are in a relationship that is it's not a real relationship. It is a psyop tactic by the CIA. Oh uh, my god! Done, but wait. There's more. They're they're saying that the whole thing is rigged, that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, I do think that. He's going to propose to her after that. Did I not say that? I would love that. And then... I know Allie is not happy about such large displays of No, but affection. she loves that, that shit. This but is why they're perfect way. for each other. Yeah. They both need so much attention. But... Then it goes even further, and this is where like the, the right-wing conspiracy nuts get into it, because oh, they're God. saying that they're going to get engaged, and then she's going to... because They're going to shoot JFK again. No, she's going to say... <laughs> she's going to say that she supports President Biden throwing in an endorsement for him, and then... And all, then Biden's going to win. And all the Swifties <laughs> will rally what? for a landslide victory for Joe Biden. Stop it! Because I, because, I, mean, I agree um, with everything but the Joe Biden thing. Because because like a few a few months ago, it was either midterms and she just said she basically did what the the MTV like rock the vote thing, and a lot of people, a lot of her fans did go and get registered to vote. Yeah, when so, she puts her strength behind things, great. It, it, so yeah, she has influence, but man. apparently it's all. Left wing globalist. Did she claim what she didn't claim what party she is? She does not tend. She does not tend to to say who she's voting for and and all that stuff. So, but yeah, I think it's just more about being an educated voter Mm -hmm. and voting. The past few weeks, the foxes have told me that they are actually been like possessed by Asmodeus and Bale. Uh, from hell. So there are a lot of different stories out there. Are you talking dude, about you, Taylor and Travis? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, dude, they, they're, are, they are. They're taken over by the uh, devil. Yes. Dude, I, I'm Several. sorry. I, I, I love your dad, but you got to get him off the internet. <laughs> which which one? Mine or his? My old what, Why not both? <laughs> yeah. Mine has cut back significantly. But like. Mine used to be on there every five seconds. But literally. They, just get, they keep getting yelled at by our li- friends. But literally every time he says one of these crackpot theories in the in the group chat, I'm like, which Tom gave you that? Crazy Tom or your dad? <laughs> yeah. It's true. I got good sources for this shit. My aunt is also the, the crazy aunt. It, she posts a lot of 
fucking weird stuff. Yeah, but the last crystals. one that she posted was about the Taylor Swift relationship. And it was at the very bottom. I could see like a little sleeve of a snippet. And it said twin flames. Da, 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 da. No. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Is she in a cult now? Twin flames. I was not. And then my mom sent me uh, something that had the twin flames on it. I was like, Bob, she's in a cult. She's corrupt. This is your aunt now? Is your aunt part of that twin twin flame? I don't I don't know. Oh my god. But she's getting they've uh taken over her Facebook feed. It's official. I would not put it past her. Wow. Well, Joe and Tay Tay were not twin flames, so Yeah, because nobody knew who he was, (laughs) so they didn't they didn't care. And that's exactly right. I mean they were together from May of 16 to 2023. They attended many uh, party, event, award ceremony, even each other's like concert. They either didn't attend or they did not attend as a couple. Yeah. Which was very strange. When they left the house, they were all black. You know, the whole sunglasses and baseball cap kind of look. Um, they, it's like he didn't want to be a celebrity at all. And she was the epitome of a celebrity. Yeah. And so he made her kind of like keep their whole lives a, a secret. That kind of sucks. So she had her persona as the, you know, singer, songwriter, diva. I'm going to yeah. call her musician. And that was her work persona. And then her personal life was completely away from social media. And there wasn't much in the tabloids either. Yeah. I think, um, actually, this guy was one of her first boyfriends when she was living below the Earth's crust as a lizard person. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Mm. she brought him back, but his human suit wasn't ready yet, so they couldn't be seen together in public. Mm. I would equate it very similarly, again, because, like, I think he wanted he's, like, wants to be a very serious actor. Like, I kind of look at it like Elizabeth Taylor or Richard Burton. Elizabeth Taylor was the biggest movie star. You know, she was a star. And then Richard Burton was a Shakespearean serious actor. And I think he massively resented it, resented how big of a movie star she was. And I think it's kind of the same thing with Joe Alwyn. I think he just didn't want to be in the limelight. And she's not a private person, really. I think that's why her and, you know, Kelsey dude get along so well because they both like attention and they both like to be out in the open and And he doesn't want her i always say like i don't like it when women dim their light and she her light was dim with joe allen especially because she'd had so many other famous relationships prior to her whether Mm -hmm. she be you know really young like when she dated jake gyllenhaal and didn't know any better or you know the latter when she was with calvin harris and Tom Hiddleston. Right. And um, Harry Styles. She was older, but it was still a very public relationship. She was still going out with her girlfriends and being in the public eye. And then when she started dating Joe, this was a six-year relationship where that that light was stifled because because of the lack of publicity in their relationship. It's a long time to make a skin suit. (laughs) So she actually met... uh, she, she met Hiddleston and Alwyn at um, the Met Gala in 2016 when she went there with uh, Calvin Harris, the DJ. Oh. And so there's, you know, a little bit of overlap with her knowing uh, Hiddleston and Alwyn. So Hiddleston fizzled out fairly quickly. Three months. And then she, uh, they announced that they were dating a, a year later uh, to the public but they had been dating since 2016. They, most of their relationship was really during COVID. He helped her write a few of her songs um, under the pseudonym William Bowery. Yep. Um, he helped her write Cardigan, Betty, Champagne Problems. Is this off the, it's the Folklore um, album? Co- Cardigan's, Fol- o- Cardigan's off Folklore. I know that. Evermore and Folklore. Um, and then she released lyrics to a song recently after she did her documentary and her time uh, best most amazing person of the year or something just insinuating that in 2021 when she wrote the song that she was feeling like they were going to be over soon 
Oh, oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're losing me is the name of the song. Yes, I remember um, hearing about that. And so when that was released, it was kind of like, okay, we're confirmed now. This is why, like Taylor Swift and him fizzled out. Yes. Rumors were true. There was uh, another song, Rumors, where uh, it killed the idea that they had had a secret marriage and said I wouldn't marry me either uh, a pathological people pleaser and then um, my source was our very good friend Julia thank you Julia for giving me um, all the tea on your opinion (laughs) on your opinions and then giving me um, data data and uh, l.com for the other research that I did uh, but she is very excited about the new relationship with Kelsey and Tay, and she thinks that it's the long haul. She could see uh, a rock in the future and maybe some little Kelseys running around. They're going to be big Kelseys because she's tall and he's big. They're, this, this he is towers be gigant- over her. I know, but she's almost six foot. She's almost six foot, I think. She's really tall. Wow. She has to find water right away so that she can deposit her eggs oh, uh, so that Kelsey can come by, swim by, really, and fertilize them. Dude, she, what are you talking about? Is she a lizard person, too? Was that her in the shape of water? <laughs> no, that's him in the shape of water. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're making a connection. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Well. This has really gone too far. All I know is if we see if once that kid is born, it's probably going to have a full head of hair and Tucker Carlson's going to sneak into their house and he's going to start clipping away at the top of his scalp and see the number 666 six, six <gasps> on the Shut kid's up. forehead. She's 5'11", right. so she's Webbed tall. Webbed toes. Oh, yeah. Webbed fingers. So what is he, 6'5"? <laughs> I mean, he's maybe not a whole head on her. He's probably quite tall as well. Well, he, yeah. is, a tight, he is a tight end, and those guys... And, has a I mean, offensive linemen, sure. offensive linemen, and like tight ends, they they are supposed to be tall because they're one of the positions. He is. He's the, six five. Yeah, yeah. Those wow. are going to be really large eggs to sit on. What is she? A pterodactyl? Like <laughs> she's a little lizard people, apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is. She does fly a lot. She does. Yeah, that's another fun thing. Read about, a zoo book. Like, it's right in there. <laughs> literally now, Fox News gives a shit about carbon emissions because they want to use, use her flying from Japan to Las Vegas that's and back. At least a substantial flight. They're like, well, now she's wasting all this stuff. What the fuck? Got that's the so Tucker Carlson. Yeah. In the, the environmental. Any, yeah, any other time. They don't give a fuck. Any other time, CO2 it's okay. emissions. It's a hybrid. Yeah, it's a, it's a hoax. But because Taylor's doing it, and yeah. the psyop, and the and the globalists, whatever lizard people, they <laughs> probably drinking baby Wait, blood on board that on, plane. Yep, Guido's hat has a foil lining <gasps> in it. He oh my just, god, you're going to be controlling my mind. My minds are mine. Oh god. All right. Well, All right. tell us about the favorite. Tammy. Okay. So um, the favorite is loosely based on real people. Okay. Uh, kings and queens from the 1700s. Cool. So I'm going to do my best to save all of the real life tea to the end and just give you the movie stuff. Awesome. I will say when we were watching this movie, they were showing the, the palace and Matt was like, so what palace is this supposed to be? And I was like, oh. The Hatfield House no, but- in no, but I said I think it's Hampton Court. And I looked it up. It was Hampton Court. I was right. Yeah. That was I Henry. Thought, that was you Henry, know your castle. That was Henry VIII's uh, home. Oh. It kept giving me Versailles vibes. That's why. Is there a blue room? I don't know. I don't remember a blue room. I remember like I mean everything. I like was the blue room because so it's blue. Ornate. Do you know what what makes a castle a castle? No, tell us. Turrets. Those cutouts. Oh, that's what defines. That's right. I didn't that's the that difference somewhere. between a castle and a palace. Turrets. Okay. Yes. The more uh, you know. So, so the first scene, uh, we well, the first story or chapter, because the movie goes in chapters. He loves to do that. Oh, Yorgos. Oh, Yorgos. And he's he's famous for the lobster. He did kind. Uh, he's kind of a big deal. Um, the killing of a sacred deer, dog tooth, poor things. You know who's in the killing of a sacred deer? No. She's gonna t- she's gonna give medical stuff we don't want to hear about. What is that? Are you, oh the Big, walking dick? Walking dick, very Key Hogan. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say um, Ham. Oh no, John Ham has Colin Farrell in it too. That movie is so bizarre. Um, it, yeah, it's your the lobster has um, Rachel Weisz in it, and it and Olivia Coleman and Olivia Coleman and yep. Colin Farrell. 
So they're all repeat uh, actors for him. Um, so we have we meet Olivia Coleman. We meet who plays the Queen Anne's character. Um, we meet Rachel Vice who is playing uh, Lady Anne of Mar... Or Lady Sarah of Marlborough. Okay. And then we also meet Emma Stone's character, Abigail. Not Abigail. a lady at all. Um, do we need to go over what Olivia Coleman and Rachel Weisz have been in? No, I think like we're good. it's like 10,000 movies and they're <laughs> we're good. Really great actresses and... I Hot mean, Fuzz um, and the Mummy. Let's go. Yeah. Hot Fuzz and the Mummy. And meanwhile, also, Daniel Craig has been in Rachel Vice. Still is. Yes. Still is. Yes, yes, yes. They are awesome. They're a power couple. So Queen Anne and uh, Lady Sarah are, we're learning about their very close friendship. Oh, God. Here Let we go it be again. known that we are an audio podcast and Guido and I are not making scissoring motions, but Allison was. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, they do it. They Me- don't do it. Yet. They don't even scissor. Yet. Do they rake? They... They hoe. They... They do that, yeah. Slap at the bass, man. There's a lot of fingering. I don't know what... Finger bang, bang. mouth thing is. Bang, bang, bang. What now? Oh, cunnilingus? Yeah. The oral sex. The oral sex thing. I like what she does with her tongue. Um, I love this movie. I know. Such a great part. I love that too. I like when she puts her tongue inside me. I like it how she puts her tongue inside me. Oh, my Oh, wait. We're getting getting way Way ahead. ahead. Sorry. But that's okay. It's a funny part. Spoiler alert. There's tongue punching. Yes. So Abigail's on her way to the castle in a carriage with that is stuffed like a sausage with lots and lots of people. Yeah. She there, smiles at that one dude and the dude just starts baiting. Yes. Beating off. Have you seen her? There's a soldier. I would, I would crank my hog too, man. Yeah, he's oh. like, I could die any day fighting the French. I see some some cute lady who smiled at me. I'm cranking. There are like children what if a child, yeah. There's a child. A doctor Look. told him if he didn't crank one out every day, then he probably would die of scurvy or Look. something. Look, this is like seven. This is seventeen hundred something. <laughs> I don't, Megan's I'm not a law has not existed yet. Who's Megan? <laughs> Megan. Megan. <laughs> so she she gets to her destination and she's pushed out of the carriage into the mud. Yes. In front of the castle, and hence the name of the title of the chapter: "This Mud Stinks." She looks good covered in mud. Mm-hmm. So uh, Queen Anne brings Lady Sarah into a, a room uh, that is, we find out, Lady Sarah's bedroom, which is directly off of the Queen's bedroom. By mm-hmm. a secret chamber. By a secret, yeah, secret yeah. passageway connecting chambers. And she reveals to Lady Sarah that she's going to be building her her own castle. So then Lady Sarah and Abigail have an interaction and Abigail explains that she is a cousin to Lady Sarah. They talk about their family and uh, relationship. She tells her that she's no longer a lady and needs a job. And Lady Sarah says that she can work in the kitchen. I was really surprised that they wore corsets. They all did back it's then. That's why all the crazy. women are in bad moods. Um, they sleep yeah. on the floor. Is, they only have a pillow. Is please, this good? Is this good? Please, fa- is this good fashion for you, Guido? The smell, like, or, or oh is this, or is this God. before, before Crimson Peak and the poof and the bodices? And no, no, no. The Victorian area and w- with their like giant shoulders. Well, this is before Victoria, and they're buttressing. So. It's hilarious. Uh, so we also learn, and this is later on in the story, but just Abigail used to be a lady, but her father lost due to gambling and he actually gambled his daughter away and she was sold to someone else a fat german yeah a fat she's like german. rose in titanic <laughs> where she just was basically raped for the rest of her days disgusting with this man but Awful. she convinced him like she was always on her period so well he was always drunk as well she did mention Germans. so yeah you can't push rope so uh the the servants in the kitchen are mean to her. They, you know, burn her hand with lye because Ooh. they don't tell her to wear gloves. We get to a party scene uh, where we get to know Sarah and Anne's relationship a little bit more. And we have this funny scene where Queen Anne comes out with this crazy makeup. And <laughs> uh, Rachel Vice's character says, you look like a badger. 
What have you Go done take to it your, off. What have you done to your face? What have you done to your face? I'm ready for the Russian ambassador. Who did your makeup? We went for something dramatic. Do you like it? You look like a badger. Oh. Are you going to cry? Really? Well, what do you think you look like? Badger. Do you really think you can meet the Russian delegation looking like that? No. I will manage it. Go back to your rooms. Thank you. She just, she was just such a insecure woman and Sarah would speak for her she would act on her behalf she would do things for her because um she was just so insecure and she was really a sickly woman we yeah. find out that you know she is very sick she has a uh, gout gout and she didn't she have like 17 miscarriages yeah. yeah, we get to that with the bunnies. Yeah. So, she, so she had gout, and it it appears to be so severe that it gets infected, and she can't walk. She gets sores on her legs. It's very painful. She gets fevers, Ugh, and so, so gross. she's like screaming in her chambers. She's also depressed, so she eats food that she's not supposed to eat, which is basically the cause of gout. Oh, it's that's called the right. King's disease. The King's disease. So you eat a lot of food that's high in purines. Lunch cold cuts. Meats, yep. Cold cuts. Shellfish. Cake. Shellfish. Uh, I don't think it's it's cake because... They had cold cuts back then? Sarah, I think they preserve... The way that they preserve... Which is oh, a lot of salt. Did, they did yeah. do a lot of like brining mm-hmm. and salting yeah. back then to keep things... And I mean, yeah. you know, British cuisine really hasn't advanced you got since the then. Cold. So it's still the same. Oh my gosh. The prosciutto. So while the queen is sick, then Lady Sarah tends to all of the duties governing... Um, She's basically the head of st- the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she acts on her behalf. She's she's like Eleanor Roosevelt when um, FDR was too sick. She was basically running everything, but like, well, the president told me to do. Or this. Cersei Lannister once, oh, like Professor all X? Of her fucking kids ki- got killed. And and Lady Sarah's husband is is still around, but he is fighting the good fight. The Duke of Marlborough. The Duke he's also, of Marlborough. He's Mark, also the head of the bank in Westeros. So, Mark Gaddis. Yeah. Mark Gaddis. Yes. He controls the coin in Westeros. That's probably where he is. Also yes. the head of British intelligence in uh, Sherlock. Because yes. he's Mycroft Holmes. Yes. And he has an award-winning duck. Horatio. <laughs> the duck. He takes that thing everywhere. Oh, no. That's her lover. No, no. That's, that's the... Isn't because, that Nicholas Holt? No, no. Duke Marlborough, Mark Gaddis... We barely see him because yes, he's off fighting the fighting the French. Yes, Lord Godolkin, who is the current prime minister. Oh, he and has he, the duck. And he, he has le- the duck. And he yes. leads the House of Lords. Has the famous duck. Nicholas Holt is the Tory. He's the opposing because yes. he's he's the working class, whereas Godolkin and Lady Marlborough Godolkin? represent represent the the aristocracy. Yes. Okay. The the old Whigs. Yes, they're the, the new Whigs. They're the Whigs, and he are they the are they the no? They're not the they're the, the Tor- left versus the right. Yeah, basically. they're the the Marlboros and Godolkin are like the Tories, and Nicholas Holt is Labour. Yes, that's exactly right. And that is a basis for a lot of the political back and forth within the movie as well. So um, historically, Abigail is the new Whigs is how I'm going to call it because I'm not a really big history buff. So please feel free to correct me if you'd like. Do it how you want. Yeah, we get what you're doing. So Abigail and Harley, who is the other gentleman that works with Sarah and the Queen in Parliament. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. He is like the new working class and queen anne is really on that side but lady sarah and is really kind of driving uh keeping things more traditional and old school because the queen is sick so she's really holding those pawns there uh she's so she's uh saying raise the taxes and um, fuck the French, fuck we gotta the French. fight them. Yeah, we have to go to war. Like, keep this going, keep this going. And Nicholas Holt's like, "Well, how are we paying for it? And yeah. how the fuck are we going to pay for this woman's mansion too?" Yeah. yeah. So Abigail uh, goes into the forest and she collects herbs and greenery to make like a balm 
and puts it on her burns from the lie on her hand. And then she sneaks butter. into the Windex. queen's chambers and applies it to her her leg wounds. Lady Sarah sends her to be beaten for her punishment of sneaking into the chambers. So they already put steak on her legs. And then she yeah. comes in with this compound herb butter. Okay. Ooh. I think she's, uh, she's, she's fixing to sal- make something tasty. Sal- is it for the leg or is it's, it for the uh, steak a, on the leg? It's a poultice. This like is, a salve poult. Like, it sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah. This is an episode of The Bear. Just herbs, waiting to happen. Herbs to Provence. Maddie Matheson's going to come out and be like, we're making Italian beef sandwiches. We're making sandwiches <laughs> out of Queen Anne's leg. <laughs> oh, so gross. I would. Would. One hundred percent wood. If what? you put Maddie Matheson on it, we're calling it gout to ghoul, gabagool gout. Ew. <laughs> well, then we see uh, Joe Alwyn creeping in the forest, watching her collect all these herbs, and then he runs away. He's a very pretty, pretty man. He is a very pretty man. I will say this: he also they look. I mean, him and Taylor Swift look like they could be related. He's the Why? next. They're both blonde. He's the next Nicolas Cage. You and watch. They have very um, delicate faces. Well, it's and... because they got their people suits from the same oh, suit maker. The people suits. That's exactly. right. Because they're right, both lizard right. people. Oh, yeah. Got see, it. that's why they occasionally get backed up with orders. There's only one manufacturer of no human doubt, no suits doubt, no with doubt. lizard people. Mm-hmm. Do you think they met Will Smith at the entry into Earth in Men in Black? Is Will is. Oh, Will Smith's not a lizard person? No, no. he's a, just a fucking alien. That's well, okay, straight that's up. true. Yeah. Those ears alone. Whoa, uh, whoa. You want to get slapped? <laughs> Don't be talking about him like that. Yeah, he's a Billy. Ah! If you say his name three times, he appears. <laughs> the candy man? <laughs> Make sure you go in the bathroom in the dark. Ah! <laughs> you have to say candy man five times. Candyman, 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 Candyman. I'm not in the dark. No, and you're not seeing if you look at a mirror. So Rachel Weiss's character finds out that the salve has soothed the queen's aches. And she quickly goes into the kitchen and stops the beatings and talks more with Abigail. And Abigail becomes... Her lady maid. Sent thine bean into a quiver. She got, yeah, she got promoted. She got promoted. Good for her. She got her own bedroom. She got fancy dresses. She gets to spend time. I mean, with by, Lady by, Sarah by and bedroom, her By bedroom, her bed looks like this table that we're sitting at yes. with a pillow on it. Yes. It's better it, than it's better, that, Yeah, like, it's better than the floor. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's higher end servant quarters, but yeah. Yes. So they spend a lot more time in the freaking cool bedroom that is Lady Sarah's. It's like a two-story library. Oh, it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I love I, the sets in this movie. So, so she's observing everything that's going on. Abigail meets Harley in the hallway and his name is Harley, right? Harley. Yeah, Harley. Yeah, Harley. Harley. Um, and he's like, if you want to have friends in court and you need friends in court, then you need to do what I, uh, you need to find information out about the relationship between Queen Sarah or Queen Anne and Sarah. Right. And, and I'm going to push you down a hill. Because <laughs> it's like, funny. Just out of nowhere. He's just like, uh, uh. he saw an opportunity and he took it. Yeah. She goes ass over tip. It was very funny. And right before that, that interaction with Harley and Abigail. Abigail was lurking in Lady Sarah's bedroom. And that's when the queen and Lady Sarah had a a sexual relation. They they kind of mashed their vaginas together. Yes. (sighs) Repeatedly. Yeah, because, you know, Queen Anne can't really use them legs because of the gout and all that. So there's not that much of a scissor in. Oh, my God. It's just... Okay, so it was... uh, Queen Anne was definitely not on top. No, Sarah oh, no. was on top. And Sarah I think it was doing all like, the work. I think it was more of like a fingering thing. You know, Queen Anne fingering. is a selfish lover now that I think about it. Well, she's no, a monarch. she's a queen. She's the queen. She shouldn't have to give pleasure. She can only receive it. I mean, but every she once was in a while, you know. probably unable. And in real the life. Not I'd like those, to climax, too. The gout's not on those fingers. No. Well, it could be. Oh, no. That's it what you be. want the arthritis it's fingers joints. for. It's got the knobs. Ew! Oh, you mean like Walter Matthau? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in real life, Queen Anne was a, a large woman. And Olivia Coleman actually had to gain weight. Yeah, for she's the bigger role. in this role. So now we're going to be taking a break. Oh, 
and we're going to learn about one of the uh, amazing podcasts that are also part of the Deluxe Edition Network. So we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilf, History I'd Like to Fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the annals, and stimulate. (laughs) We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem witch trials, right? Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. (laughs) And we're back. So we know about all this politics going on. Abigail goes uh, to Lady Sarah because Lady Sarah wants to shoot something. I know that feeling. And they go outside and Abigail tells her, Harley wants me to tell you all of your, tell him all your secrets, but I'm not going to do that because, you know, your secrets are safe with me. For now. Mm. For now. And it's interesting because all of the costuming for Abigail and Sarah are black and white. And it's like, it, it alternates in scenes, if you notice. So, yeah. um, yes. it's sin- Does significant it for power chess position? pieces. I love the costume. Is it a position this. of power? So, like, it's is like that... a back and forth. Like, like who has advantage? Chess pieces. Yeah. yeah. Did, okay. Yeah. Did this, because, did, yeah, love the costuming. Did this win best I, it costume? Was a, it was uh, nominated. I don't know if it won, but it was definitely nominated. So, Sarah's off, you know, doing the queenly duties. And the queen is left in her quarters and she's eating cake and she's sweating and, and she's disgusting and, oh. and she's crying for Sarah and Sarah just, she's busy. She can't be with you. So she sends Abigail to go entertain the queen. And that's where we meet her 17 rabbits symbolizing her 17 lost children. That was They all sad. died at miscarriages? No. She says some, some were born as blood. Some were born born and died and some were with me for a very short time yeah there was i think there was one that lived to be six dude kids, and then what happened and kids then back it, then it died did, yeah from what the french so she really probably only had, black cholera what the oh that's so much worse <laughs> than regular cholera i i believe i read she only really had four living children but they died at a very young age, under six. You have to think about like all the stuff two. they did back then. The yeah. heavy drinking, not taking care of themselves. They're all basically inbred. They also didn't um, They didn't know about how important it was to wash your hands. Yes. Yes. And the they importance use soap. of bathing and hygiene. Oh, yeah. Back then, they thought, then. Back then they, thought, yeah, they thought germs were good for you. Yeah. They had a communal loofah. We, we saw it in this movie. Oh, so yeah, it's probably That's safe to say that. Queen Anne's probably doesn't smell the freshest. No, no one smells good. No, no one smells good. Especially when they've got raw meat on their wounds. It's like like it's That's so how they she, treat things. She's I mean, got a matted like meat pussy just... Whoa, gross. Like, Oozing like, goo. No, I, I, know, I know you said God. you wanted to save like the actual historical stuff for to the end, but like literally the significance of Queen Anne is it was the end of the Stuart line. Which, that, the House of Stuarts. Okay. Which, believe it or not, on my mom's side, we are... Well, your last name is Stuart. Your mom's last name is Oh, yeah. Is my Stuart, mom's last so. name is Stuart. And oh, it was, cool. It's spelled the same way and everything. We are loose, like, 67th, 30th removed, but, like, we can draw lineage back to that. But also, I'm an American, so I don't give a shit. That's All so righty. cool, though. I love genealogy. I came from a royal, and now I'm a hick trash talking about movies on a podcast. All right. There right. we go. <laughs> uh, so... They're just getting acquainted. She likes Abigail because she's soft and she gives her compliments. And she uses four fingers. She uh, she does eventually. She does the shocker. She does call for, no, that's the for Abigail in the middle of the night. Two in the front, five in the back. And Abigail goes to the queen's chambers and she massages her legs. And then she massages a little higher and a little higher. So can I tell just a really quick funny story about the scene? She didn't even okay, spit on it first. It. So um, I was watching uh, Graham Norton clips of Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman is probably one of the best guests on the Graham Norton show. She's just so funny. Uh, yes. And so she was talking about filming the scene and how like normally like 
obviously she's like wearing underwear under there and but she thought it would be funny to put like a wet sponge there <laughs> so, that when, so that when Emma Stone got up there and apparently when they were filming Emma Stone's face was like ah! she like freaked out so she put a wet sponge in between her legs and then Emma Stone got there and was like ah! oh so <laughs> oh it's a great story that's good no, shit I love her yeah. she's hilarious she's I mean hey she's a tonic she she uh, you know she did get her start in comedy in England. So yeah. Of course, you know she can do a She's joke. She's so funny. Aw. So uh, Abigail and her have relations. And then uh, Lady Sarah and Duckman, or husband. When we Lord see her fully, right? G- not husband. Lord Godolkin. We see her titty. Duckman One have single, relations. Like, full, nice boob. She travels through her little secret passageway to the queen's bed quarters. And she sees a boob. A boob. boob. An Emma Stone boob. An Emma Stone boob in the bed of her queen. And she says this She's means so war. War of the cunts. Yes. Which they say that word so much in this movie. I love it. So now it's like a chess chess game for the rest of the movie. Yeah. They um Yeah, we're in we're in the end game now, trying to get checkmate against yeah. each other. Yeah. So we know that Abigail wants in, she wants to be a lady, and Rachel Weiss wants to keep Sarah, Lady Sarah wants to keep her position. And so they're both fighting for the queen's attention for the favorite. Then Abigail comes up with the idea to poison Lady Sarah with some tea. Bitch. So then she puts this tea, uh, the poison in the tea, and then uh, Lady Sarah is going to go for a ride on her horse. They poison people with tea in my movie, too. <laughs> yeah. She, Lady Sarah gets drowsy and falls off Ugh. of the horse, and God knows how long the horse dragged her through the woods, and I can't believe she wasn't dead after that. I can't either. I'm sure she wishes she was where she wakes up in a whorehouse. Oh, yeah. She wakes up in a whorehouse. There's lots of people fucking all around it's her. It's the best whorehouse in Texas. I mean. She, <laughs> she's kept prisoner there. Basically, yeah. yeah. The madam who is um, the friend from uh, Fleabag. Yep. All the while, she's at the whorehouse watching people have sex uh, and getting better. They're mending her because they want her to sex other men, too. Um, to sex them? To sex them. She wants well, to the, identify yeah, the ma- if they're a man or she woman? She wants to use her in her... She wants to use Lady Sarah in her whorehouse. The madam basically says, like, money. I saved you and I put a lot of money into, like, getting you better. So you have to pay me back, basically. Yeah. And you have All to right. do that with your puss. What that mouth do? What that mouth do? What but that asshole look like? But she's not going to make her do it until she's, like, it winked better. At her. Uh, well, she's then got she's, a wicked scar on her They call her too. Bubbles now. Ugh. But then she's all, but then how she gets out of it? She's like, "You want to see more money in your life than you've ever seen? Call uh, this duck man. Go to go to the yes. square and see a man walking a duck and bring him here. It's so absurd. This movie is abs- absurd. I love it. And you get duck man. And, and you get is, duck man. This is why I'm so confused. Yeah, Duke between of husband and duck man. because uh, they husband, look so much alike. Husband yeah. is ve- is rarely in this movie. Yeah, and husband. It was, in, it was dark. Husband's in France. Husband's, fran- husband's at the end of the movie, and that's pretty much it. He knows his wife is gay, so he's like, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing anyway. She's not, it's not necessarily that she's gay. She's she's keeping the queen happy. I, and she's she is romantically You're not allowed uh, to say no to the queen. Link. Oh, regardless, that woman loves that other woman. I don't know if she loves her like that, though. I think she loves I, her like a friend. Mm. Like, she has love for her in a friend way. I don't think it says she has love for... Never As once a, have I. I mean, I think she's, of course, she's friends with her, and they do have a long correspondence. If we go, like, save it for the historical thing, because I looked it all up after watching it, and we can talk about that at, later. Yeah. But I feel like Lady Marlboro, Rachel Vice, she's doing it for what she thinks is for the good of the country. She's doing this to preserve England. She got a palace, dude. But also, she thinks she's doing, she's trying to maintain the status quo because she thinks that's best for the country. I whereas whereas in, Emma Stone is just in it to get hers. Which she doesn't no, want to be no, poor anymore. I think they're both in it to get theirs. They're I in think, it to get theirs, but Rachel Weiss, I felt like, in my opinion, had more of a a little bit more of a noble cause to it. I feel I, so bad for the queen. I am gonna disagree. She's trying to get stuck. I disagree too. I think in real life that that opinion in the seventeen hundreds in real life, that is the truth. 
uh, in the movie, I think Rachel Vice's character was just as calculated. Yeah. And oh, she's even more calculated. Yeah. It's, Especially, I think it's it's very different in the movie. I think she wants the war to go on because then her husband never comes home. Yes, that. And she so wants she that could be palace. even gayer with the queen. See, well, no, so she palace. can still run all her shit. Yeah, and not she have to, to dance worry about naked in her new house. Because once her husband, once her husband comes home, he's the lord of the manor, and there's no more. And he's the one that says, "No, do this. No, yeah. do this. No, do this." Where it's she's sitting to have there, power when you're a woman. <laughs> she's yes. sitting there, and she's like, "Yep, okay, this is this is how we're spending everything." And in this movie, it that is one of the themes is that the women have the power, and the men are the ones that look like fools. The makeup, the clothing, the dancing, the, the wigs, the, the throwing, the of, throwing tomatoes, of the oranges. That one, that one random scene, yeah, where yeah. we see the one dude just like covering his junk while they're throwing oranges at him. Yeah, and that mu- and Nicholas, and he's laughing at himself. Like it's, the, it's, uh, it's so weird. He it's fun. It's fun. Like, like he's a joker, but he's not. He's like not literally, I I loved how after the first time when we saw when Allie and I saw this movie in the theaters. And then we're sitting there talking about it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck was up with that one scene with the guy with There's the throat? There's no rhyme or reason to And then it. she was just like, kind of to, to reference that movie that you guys didn't like, the It's Chinatown, Jake. She was just like, it's Yorgos Lanthimos, I just Matt. say that, like, why is your, it weird? It's, it's Yorgos, Yorgos Lanthimos. Lanthimos. It's Yorgos Lanthimos. It's what he does. It's just what he does. It's just what he does. He just has, he you just know, does. blood oranges why was, thrown why was, at, at people. Why was... Why do they talk like that in that movie? It's Yorgos Lanthimos. Like I just, I like to say, like why that. is there a like, fish? It explains everything why is away. every? Why is everything shot from like a fish eye lens? Yorgos Lanthimos. Done. Done. You, you guys should use that because I know Amelia is still kind of in her why phase. You should just go to her and be like, she'd be like, why? It's Yorgos Lanthimos. So Rachel Vice is healing up all the while. Abigail is twisting the queen to her will. And she tells her, I want to marry, mash him. She's Joe getting better. Alwyn. Had her up to her Joe elbow. Alwyn somehow is mesmerized by her and wants to marry her. He, he, They get married. The queen gives her a dowry. Um, they have a wedding. Oh, yeah. I love that. They were like, oh. 2000 how- a year. Oh, we'll write that off as gambling losses. Yes. He gets a dry handy yeah, on, on the wedding night. On the wedding night. night. She tells him her plan to continue her rate, uh, ranks up in the court and gives him a handy a dry one chafing no nice. no respect unless she still has some of the juice from queen anne's legs on her hands i mean nah she probably has she like, couldn't even cry on his dick so dry so fucking sad she probably oh uh, it was like yeah this was the saddest part of the movie right yeah that guy's dick and what she did to that it that poor guy yeah it's yes. abuse for him stick abuse yes. Uh, Abigail has ladies now. She's boss bitch in town. They're listening to some beautiful music uh, with her ladies who happen to be the awful people that were like making fun of her and servants. Right. Uh, and then uh, walks in is Lady Sarah. This scene. She is fucking haggard and filthy. She's scarred up and she just comes in with guns blazing. It might be my my favorite line of like in the past couple of years like oh where have you been hell I'm sure you'll pass through there eventually like oh hell beautiful writing I'm sure you'll pass yes. through there eventually and the way she says it ooh she's got the smile on her face and just oh, the way Vice. she just says leave she slaps the ooh. shit out of her uh, Rachel Vice cleans herself up and covers uh, she shows Queen Anne her scar the lace on her face oh, the face lace the face lace the fa- and then she leaves it, and it just looks like she's wearing a thong as an eye patch yeah it's dope I love it it's, it's a baller move. I hope it comes crazy. I hope it comes back into fashion. You said that when we watched. She was a very it. sexy pirate. Face lace, man. I love it. <laughs> so she tells the queen, raise the taxes, change the cabinet, and get rid of Abigail, or I will release these lusty letters that you sent to me yeah. to the court and expose you as a treasonous lesbian. <gasps> and the queen was like. Uh, I don't believe you. And Rachel Vice couldn't do that to the queen, so she burned the letters, and then Rachel Vice was exiled. And she's like, because Abigail not- told her that she was um, taking money from the purse. I of also the like queen. how she puts her tongue inside me. I like the way her tongue feels inside of me. I dreamt I stabbed you in the eye is another name of a chapter which I, I fucking love. I love it. Oh, I love when she's writing those letters. My dearest queen. 
I dreamt I stabbed you in the eye today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the next chapter where we, um, Abigail uh, is now full makeup, full lady. Husband's sitting alone. She's drunk. She's Marie Antoinette it up. Yeah, yeah. They're, having, they're having the debauchery. Yeah, it's debaucherous at this point. She's drunk. Drunk. And um, the queen wants to be sexed. And she's shit-faced shenanigans. Yeah, and she says, my legs need massaging. Yeah, they don't need massaging. The sponge is wet. Meanwhile, Rachel... <laughs> the sponge is dry. The sponge is dry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lady, Mar- Lady Marlborough, her husband, Duke Marlborough... Came back because they ended the war because um, uh, Nicholas Holt is now the in fa- is in favor with Queen Anne. She they end the war. He comes home. They leave, and yeah, now we're in the debaucherous final Abigail yeah, final reign. Scene, yeah, yep. So Rachel writes many letters to the Queen. These letters are intercepted by Abigail and burned, and the Queen never gets the apology that she's really looking for. And their relationship is ruined. Uh, she believes Abigail that Lady Sarah was taking money and exiles her out of the country. Dear Abigail, how I used to Superman. Abigail still trying to push power and be more powerful. Uh, tries to hurt or kill a bunny. Hate that scene. in front of the queen, uh, and the bunny like yelps in pain. Yeah, and the queen is pissed. So she no longer treats Abigail as a friend. She now treats her like, you're you're mine. You're my property. You speak when I want you to speak. You do what I want you to do. And, you know, all of Abigail's work had backfired because the queen now doesn't have her friendship with Lady Sarah that right. she loves and cherishes so much. And now Abigail is just awful. She's back to where she was in the beginning. Yes. Except now, instead of a man, it's a woman. Like Instead of a fat you're German, just a, it's a fat queen. At this point, you're basically just a whore again. Uh, you get money, but now you have to stick your hand in gout-ridden leg puss. Ugh. Well, I mean, she was okay with that. Uh, but not so. now it's not even a pleasant thing. There's, yeah. no, there's no pleasantries between She's got to get deeper every time. Oh, up to her God. elbow. Ugh. She's wearing her like a fucking puppet. So that's the end of the movie. Nobody's happy. In the end, you know, Abigail got what she wanted. And technically, Lady Sarah is still a lady. And she's just out of the... She's in a better place. Yeah, she's in a better place. Yeah. um, But doesn't have the power with the queen and the friendship with the queen. While we were watching the movie, like, both Allie and I were like, which kid is Anne a kid of in this whole... Because, you know, again, like I said, we're Americans. We don't know anything about... I know the big... I know the big monarchy. Yeah, we know like, Henry. I know a lot about know Henry George, I know a lot about know. Victoria and Elizabeth. We know and, like, the Elizabeths stuff, and Victoria. But, yeah, but yeah. this one's, this one's kind of like... I know a little bit about Anne just because of the craziness. Like, I knew that. Like, yeah. I... I don't know who who her father was. Or I'm not 100% sure. And just because she's queen doesn't necessarily mean her father was king. No, yeah. It could she, be that, like, she, really she wasn't. was the, nef- the niece of, or the closest relative of the person who died. I think if what I, when I read it, it was, like, she's the byproduct of, like, a cousin that one of them, like, one of the families usurped the throne, and yeah. then there was a war, and then she was put there to reestablish everything of the winning family or something. I, they actually had a happy marriage. Um, Prince George of Denmark is her husband, was her husband. Okay. They had 17 pregnancies, so they had an avid sex life. Um, and that was the rumor, was that they had a happy marriage. Um, she was depressed because he died... In 1708, and after his death and the deaths of her children, she had major depression. Most of the costumes were made from scratch, and the lighting was... They didn't have a large budget. Oh my god, it's so like Tommy was a little lighting. Egyptian child with a golden plate <gasps> yeah, in the they, corner. They named Aziz. They didn't have... Yeah, so it, like the lighting was the lighting. The costumes, they rented a lot of stuff. She is directly related... Uh, Lady Sarah to Churchill. I was, yeah, I was going to say that was a great tie in Uh to my movie. They're directly related to Winston Churchill and Princess Diana, apparently. Winston Churchill was born in the palace Queen Anne built for Lady Sarah Churchill in 1874. Fascinating. 166 years after the movie takes place. 
The Churchill family continues to live in Blenheim Palace for 300 years. Uh, Kate Kate Winslet was actually the original cast for Lady Sarah, but dropped out. I can see it. I can see it, but... It's like a lateral move because they're both awesome. Anne's loss of the children were accurate, but she didn't probably keep bunnies in real life because they were used as food. Again, just going back, the, so there was history in real life of there's there were rumors that there were there was a you know a fight over the queen between Lady Sarah and Abigail, but uh, in in those times relationships with women were called romantic friendships yes and the way that they wrote letters to one another for us in current day is very foreign because they're very romantically like they they're very fond of one another in a letter because that was their means of communication if they weren't there so we just go straight to fisting if we read it today <laughs> it would really sound um like it was romantic yeah and they were involved but it was just how they wrote letters back then there was, however, a poem that was written about Lady Sarah and the like a rumor that they were involved in romantically that was released in the court hinted of it. But nothing Roses came are red, of it. violets are blue. I love it when you touch your tongue to where I poo. Ew. Ew. I was trying to think of a Taylor Swift song God. to just recite, but this shit. one that this. is a Valentine's Day song poem i guess um i've got a blank space baby i've got a wet sponge baby and i'll write your name (laughs) (laughs) what would a lesbian triangle look like like if it's a Uh, six and a nine would you add another six or another nine like you lay in a circle and each of you is a circle each of you you know has a face in a in a puss this is a lot so, I'm just saying I so may or may end, not have watched a, porn like that. Do you have a pen? Does Maybe it you can draw this. Does it me. end up looking like the Star of David? Is that think, what you're saying? Think like oh. think like a like a not like not so much the human centipede because that's ass to mouth, but think like Yikes. think like a like a circle, you know, and everyone's getting so, everyone's so, getting taken care of. So an auroribus. Sure. Auroribus. Auroribus. All right. So a let's go. Uh, oh. So let's go around the room and. Let's. Uh, did you like it? Are you Are you gonna pass it? And we'll start with Matt. I loved it. Great movie. It's great. Great record. Even, yeah. Even the Even the first time that I saw it, like I was like, shit, this is a really good movie. And we were sitting there at that best that best picture marathon, and I was like, this is a stacked fucking year. It was such a and stacked and that and this year. one was one of the ones that I loved. I especially loved Olivia Coleman in it. I'm one of those people. I'm I'm an Anglophile. I watch a lot of British TV. I watch a lot of British like comedies, and she was a very prolific actress in British comedies. Right. So seeing her, I'm like, and I'm like, holy shit! This woman is up for an Oscar. Uh, it's it's like uh, I'm trying to. I'm so proud. I'm trying to think of like another like com- comedic like an American. Comedic Melissa act. McCarthy. Yeah, like that. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, there you go. When, yeah. you, when you do a turn like this, like Melissa McCarthy has been nominated not just for being funny and like bridesmaids, she's been nominated for serious roles. Yeah. People yeah. are like, wait, so the woman who shit in a sink is now being nominated for it's best like hot actress? Lava. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. I had a good time talking about the history with you. Guido. Okay. Oh, Lord. I was pleasantly surprised. What that woman did as Queen Anne... Uh, nothing short of incredible. Yeah. She's and there are guns in this movie. One of the best performances I have ever seen. Truly outstanding. So Really? I, th- wow. I think she's great. So I pass it for sure. Wow. What? Amazing. Wow. I mean, <gasps> the feelings outnumbered the guns. So many feelings. There was but a boob in it. I'm there, stoked. Yeah, there was. Yeah, you know what? That's right. It was a nice boob. Because it was a fully she does man. Have a nice boob. Because nice, the the nice higher boob. the hierarchy for Guido is it's boob guns feelings. feelings. I, no, yeah, there's I, there's no the feelings don't even make the list. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so boob. Uh, I know we're an audio podcast. So boob. I'm going really high up. Guns a little bit under boob. Yeah. And Action. Then, and then. Uh, 
I'm under the floorboards right now. Like bunnies feelings. are above feelings. Yeah, so I, absolutely. This had bunnies puppies, in it. Puppies yeah. are, and bunnies are above yeah. feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's accurate. Okay, Allie. Uh, it's a definite pass for me. This I like this movie, I think, even more the second time I watched it. And Olivia Coleman's phenomenal in it. But I, I have to say, Rachel Weiss is... Oh, she's no. I, she is. Uh, oh, her character uh, is so calculated. She's such who, a badass. Who yes. did win best supporting that year? Do you? Neither know? of them. Oh, that's such it's bullshit. Very upsetting. She just is so good. I love the costume. I love the 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 lace, the face lace. I love. I love the use of the word cunt throughout because I think people should use that word more often. You and love I love... The, you love the duck. I love the duck. I love the bunnies. Big year for bunnies that year because I tend to root for... Everyone's kind of bad in this movie, but I kind of like that Rachel Weiss ends up kind of winning and Emma Stone ends up right back where she started. And being it, like a, It's a, a circle. Yeah, it's a circle. Um, but pass. Awesome. Aw, so, passes all around. Yay! Yay! So... We're going to round out February with uh, Guido's pick. Guido, who are you choosing for uh, Taylor Swift's Scorned Lovers Month? And what movie are you choosing? Quid pro quo. Uh, The best one. Uh, Jake. The Jake. Gyllenhaal. uh, We're getting, no, we're we're getting canceled now because he just mentioned his name. I can hear the Swifties coming for us right now. The red scarf. I will tell you where the red scarf is. Okay. And I chose, I I chose uh, Nightcrawler. It came out in uh, 14 and was directed by Dan Gilroy. So I look forward to convincing you that's a good movie. And where can people watch it? It is available on Stars, so you need a premium subscription or rent or buy. So Nightcrawler, Thanks, Jake Gyllenhaal, will be our final. Look pick what for you made me do. SwiftyX this month. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can learn more about us and the other podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Featured podcasts for the month of February are Films and Fermentation and Friends Talking Nerdy. Talk nerdy Talk to me. Talk nerdy to me. You can suggest a theme month uh, by messaging us on social media or through our website. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.